some of the podcasts with all their fans, the fans actually remix them. So oh, maybe okay. when we get to that point, all our mortgage broker music remix people that are listening, yeah. we can start mixing it up. It's, like, it's a very specific niche, but if you're out there, you do music and mortgage brokering. Yeah. Take this and run with it. <laughs> yeah. All two of everyone welcome back to another episode of mortgage tech talks i am your host tom as always with me massimo for another great episode we got lined up for you how you doing massimo fantastic okay I, yeah. yeah i can't complain we were just kind of joking can't say phenomenal anymore. no I, I gotta <laughs> you could see i paused i had to think of a new word but no i'm good we were just kind of joking around it's november at the time of this recording and I grew a mustache out for November, and so oh, I, I wish like the it, viewers could see it. It's yeah, great. one day we'll have a video, but yeah, it's my lips a bit itchy, but it's warmer. <laughs> so now just the rest of my face is cold. Maybe it's, maybe we'll change the uh, the cover art. Oh just yeah, your mustache. Yeah, can we do that? Yeah. can you change it halfway? I think so. I don't, I don't think there's rules against it, but our viewership might plummet. <laughs> big the, mustache on the page talking yeah, about mortgage. Tech. We'll do a big close up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just so that, oh my god. Okay. How are you doing? Me? Yeah, good. Well, I was kind of, I was down, but I'm getting, I'm really getting into our, our intro music. Like it and I back out. At first I was like, oh, I don't know about this, but now I'm, I'm really grooving to it. So yeah, it was, yeah, we got to get it. Maybe we can get like some, depending on our mood, like different remixes of it, like high energy one or like a somber one. I like that. Yeah. Some of the podcasts with all their fans, the fans actually remix them. So maybe when we get to that point, all our mortgage broker music remix people that are listening, we can start mixing it up. It's a a very specific niche, but if you're out there, you do music and mortgage brokering. Yeah. Take this and run with it. (laughs) All two of you. Anyways. All right. Well, yeah. On today's episode, you know, we've been doing a couple episodes that have been, I think, really valuable and really interesting, but... I'd say a little, I don't know if technical, I don't think technical is the right word, maybe even theoretical. Like yeah. It was a little bit complex. Little, yeah, and again, not, maybe not complex is totally the right word, but it's just a little bit maybe higher level than than maybe what we had thought coming in to doing this podcast. And so I think today we're kind of getting back to basics yeah. with this, right? Like you said, they're, they're all in line with our theme, but this is, well, you'll hear it in a second. It's, <laughs> it's very clear <laughs> in his, yeah. about mortgage tech. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's just something that as this podcast evolves, we're going to be experimenting with people like the theoretical, high level stuff. Maybe the certain people to do people like the more hands on, like we're going to talk about today. Do people like guests? You know, maybe people in the mortgage tech space. You know, these are all things that we're going to start exploring. And so as we do it, yeah, as always, to the viewers, we we always appreciate the feedback of anything that you like or don't like. It just makes us better. So enough of the intro. Let's get right into it. What we're going to do today, we're calling it a product deep dive type episode. And what we're going to be talking about today is video conferencing. Probably something you guys are pretty familiar with. But what we're going to do is we're going to first of all define exactly what we mean for it. What you should be looking for when you're considering different video conferencing tech tools. And then we're going to go into a little bit of a report card, kind of go through the different ones we see in the marketplace. And I kind of give you a score and, and let you know what we think about the different ones. So maybe just to start. Mass, why don't you maybe just describe to everyone, you know, I think people know. Yeah. I mean, I think when I say video conference, people know what they mean. But I guess just for the sake of completeness, we can just give like a, a super quick definition. Yeah. So it, it's it's basically a way to connect virtually over video. 
Yeah. As simple as that. So we'll talk about some tools today, but what we are talking about, it's not phone calls. It's not text messages or anything like that. You actually have to see the person on the other end. It's live typically. I mean, video conferencing could be like webinars and recorded. That's stuff, live right? too, I guess. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, webinar. that's true. A webinar yeah. is typically yeah. live. So we're talking about live video streaming. You can talk to anyone around the world or anyone Typically, all these softwares can have infinite people in the meeting, too. So it, it's not just one-on-one. It could be 30 people in the meeting. This is probably probably all obvious, but... Yeah, so it's like, you know, Zoom, the meets, these are the ones people know. I'll be talking about teams. teams. Yeah. I was just thinking, now, is FaceTime in this, would you say? Yeah, I, I would say so. It's usually... Yeah. WhatsApp video. Yeah, WhatsApp video, okay. FaceTime. It, it's typically on the more personal side, like with friends and family, not that that matters, but it is video conferencing. I mean, you're talking to people virtually live. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I, I think all those apps like Telegram, I don't really know those ones actually, but a lot of them have video. That's Telegram. <laughs> it, it, it's like WhatsApp. I okay. think it's, do you know what I think? I know we went to Philippines. Now when you use Telegram. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like in, I think in China, it's WeChat is a big one. Oh my and then there's some, maybe Telegram's the one that's really privacy focused. I think maybe yeah. I should probably know this. There's one of them that's like super encrypted, and everyone that was it. WhatsApp at one time until Zuck bought it. Yeah, he's nothing's private <laughs> with that guy. But anyways, um, yeah. So virtually communicating through video with internet, basically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I think people get it, but maybe people may be a little bit more, I guess, uncertain about is how do you even think about these things? Like I think for a lot of people listening to this, they're probably just like. And I just use what my neighbor uses. I, I just use what my brokerage uses. I just use like, why? how could this possibly be a full episode? I think it's pretty easy. And I think, you know, maybe that's okay if you're doing that. I think it always depends. I think we talked about on an earlier episode how how important is video conferencing to your business should be how much you look into it, right? So if you're really virtual and you really like to connect over video, you do webinars, this is going to be super, super important. If it's less so, you know, if you're more in person or like emails or whatever it might be, this is less, maybe spend less time looking at it, but I think it is still important. So let's say you are in that category. It's like, okay, I do want to look a little bit deeper. What are some of the things that, that people look for? I think the, the first obvious one that people immediately come to mind is just the quality, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't want a choppy video. It's horrible. Yeah. And it obviously depends on your internet connection as well, but in general, there are some video softwares that quality is not up to snuff with other ones. Like it, I mean, it probably all has to do with like compressing the video and sending it over the yeah. internet and all that fun stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> but quality is a big one. I mean, yeah, I think that, yeah, it's something that I honestly don't know a ton about too, but it is like a lot of people say, okay, well, isn't that just dependent on your internet? And the answer is actually no, is that each one of these tools have their own proprietary tools to say they basically... Think of it as like a super high quality image and then they actually shrink it down. Like they make it smaller and then they send that small image. And then on the other end, they make the the picture bigger again. Yeah. They're like zipping and unzipping a folder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And then so why it's different is because how they do it down and then how they do it up on the other end is all proprietary. Actually, it is specific to the software. So, you know, maybe people experience this when you say, hey, when I do Google Meets, it's really it's okay, but when I do Zoom, it's really, really good. I don't get it. My internet's always the same. Well, that's the reason why. It's because it's the compression, decompression process there. So, but that's obviously, I think, the first thing that people think of. Is there one that I guess people maybe don't think of as as immediately? Probably one of them is ease of use. Like you may, you yeah. may think, oh, these are all the same. Like you turn on your camera, but 
you would be surprised. Like some of them are just brutal to like find the microphone that you have or <laughs> under, yeah, or like it's not obvious where to click on the screen to turn on your camera. You got to get permissions everywhere. Browser-based ones, we'll talk about that. Or sometimes a little bit more finicky with the permission settings. So ease of use is definitely important and, and not just for you. If you're thinking about it from your client perspective, I think that's the bigger thing. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. as you're sitting there watching your client fiddle around, trying to, and then they're texting you or calling you, being like, I'm here. I can see you. Like, you don't <laughs> want that experience. So, yeah, ease of use is definitely one you should think of. Don't just, I mean, there are tools out there that come in bundled packages like Teams and stuff like that. And I mean, just look at some of these other features before you're like, ah, it was free. Like, <laughs> it could affect yeah. business, basically. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think that's the lens we'll, we're going to be taking today. Less so about price. I mean, price is always a consideration. We're looking at the the pure tech side of things, how uh, the quality of the technology. And yeah, I mean, I think everyone's had that experience of, you know, some some clients just don't get it, right? And they say, why aren't you calling me? Why are we doing this on the computer? How am I supposed to call you through the computer? You know, depending on their tech level, you're going to be a ton of things. So, you know, the the system that makes it so easy where they click a link, and it's just in and everything hooks up and it's all great. You know, that's the one that, you know, that's going to be on the one end of the spectrum as it relates to this. And then the final one I think we should talk about too. You talked about it, you know, something like Teams or Meets. Okay, it's free. That's great. Maybe I just use it. But the other, I think, peop, I think reason that I think people use like these Meets and Teams type tools and we'll talk about it in our scorecard is just that it integrates, right? It's like, yeah. okay, I, I run my day out of Google Calendar. I run my day out of... Outlook. And when I create a meeting, I can just check a box and it'll create the the Teams meeting or it'll just create the Google Meet. And I don't have to think about it. So the, the punchline there is just the compatibility yeah. with the existing tools. Right? That is important. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, and those two that you're mentioning really have good compatibility and we'll talk about it because Google and Microsoft have office suites, right? So yeah, exactly. many millions of people use. So yeah. The challenge to everyone listening is to think just a little bit beyond just your your office, office yeah. suites, I think is the first one. And I think it is really important that you check that box. But then there's other things. Okay, if you're using, let's say, Calendly or some calendar booking tool, can it integrate to say, okay, as soon as someone books a meeting with me, you can create that meeting in my video conferencing tool or whatever it is. And so, yes, it's the office suite, but it's also all the other tools that, that you're using, which is really important. So... Enough preamble. That's the boring stuff, but that's kind of the lens we're going to use to to really kind of get into it and evaluate these t- types of things. And so, without further ado, we're going to do our first evaluation, our first report card scorecard. You know, we took these factors, we put it through a maybe not so sophisticated algorithm, but we did kind of apply our lens to it and say, what is the score? Where are these lining up against each other? And so, without further ado, our first scorecard we're going to give we're going to bundle them together actually google meets and microsoft teams because they are very similar uh, and i think we were doing two separate scorecards and then we realized that we basically gave them the exact same score so we're going to bundle them together and, and kind of present as a single scorecard so freddie with some drum roll please uh mass is going to give up tell you the score of google meets and microsoft teams all right here it is a b plus okay a plus Basically, like new okay. school. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> the vast okay, almost at A, but not quite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, I mean, we won't get into all the specifics, I, I don't think, because it might make this podcast really long. But essentially, the reason why we gave it a B plus is one of the coolest features with these apps is you don't actually need to download 
an app for them. They have browser-based ones. Yeah. And that that's very handy to people. Also, very easy to launch from Outlook or whatever. So they're, they're kind of intertwined. But with that, they don't really integrate well with other tools. And that's probably on purpose by Microsoft and Google. I mean, when they throw these apps in there for free, you also got to think to yourself, why is it free? They're probably tracking everything I say. But well, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we could touch on it. But yeah, but I mean, I think privacy is something to consider, yeah. of course, with these. That's not something we talked about. But yeah, I mean, if they are giving it for free, okay, maybe they're scooping the data of it. But I think the bigger thing is, it's just another hook in you, right? And it's just another way, okay, I'm never leaving G Suite. I'm never leaving Office that's 365. Yeah. It's just one more way to do it to get, to get you in, to get you hooked. And, you know, right now for people listening, you might say, okay, well, I don't really care because I use Google. So who cares? But I do think it's something, again, we've talked about in previous episodes is that when it comes to tech and how things are just so quickly evolving, flexibility is very important because who knows another tool might come along that's just going to completely blow up Office 365. I don't think so, but maybe you want to have that flexibility, right? If you have so many hooks or so many eggs in one basket and then that basket I don't know, breaks. I don't know what the right analogy is. It's crazy <laughs> yeah, to think that yeah. Google or Microsoft could break, but it's possible. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Maybe it's not break, but maybe a bigger, better basket yeah. comes along True. and you say, okay, I yeah. like that basket. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, sure. what would be a good basket? Like gold or... I <laughs> yeah, I guess gold. A good, heavy basket. Yeah, yeah, that would be heavy. Like, uh, maybe like a carbon fiber type. I yeah, I, I mean, know. from my F1 stuff, carbon fiber is probably the best, strongest, lightest basket you can get. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, but getting back to it, I think B plus, B plus, um, you know, checks the boxes. People really like they don't have to download an app. It does have fairly high quality video, even at the highest. We'll get to that in a second. And it does integrate, but but not with everything. And you have to be careful with how, you know where, what eggs you're putting your bat or what basket you're putting your eggs in. All right. So for the next one, Tom's going to get okay. this score. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, here. This is for a product called Zoho Meetings, and for those of you that know us. We know the Zoho suite. We work with them quite a bit. And Freddie can excuse the drum roll. B minus. So we're giving it a B. It's still who's, who gets a B minus. Who should we call it? Yeah, I was going to say. Maybe this was Freddy. not you. So. Maybe, maybe that's Freddie. Okay, Freddie, you're going to be our B minus. Yeah, Sorry. You're the lowest score. But anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. In any case. So, yes, yeah, Zoho meeting, you know, it is something that's part of the Zoho suite, which we work a lot with. So we thought it was important to to include this, but it's still in that, I'd say, passable range. We do have a lot of people use it, but it's not as high as these other ones that we're actually ranking. And so the good things about it, actually, a lot of the things we talked about in Teams, where you can actually just click a link. It's got pretty good quality video, not, I think, as good as Teams, and um, but it's good enough. Yeah. I think it's good enough. But where it really kind of falls short, I think, is just the integrations, right? We really talk about it. it works well in Zoho. If you're really kind of there, great. But even more so than G Suite and Office 365, it's very, very hard to use in anything else. Like we talked about calendar booking, you know, the most popular one being Calendly. I don't think they integrate. I don't even think they no, know they about don't. each other. No, no, right? no. Like it's just, that's one. And I think the other thing too, I think they're getting better. But one thing we too see is that people often have a bit of a tough time getting it set up. Yeah. I don't no. know what it is specifically, but like yeah. you're in the meeting and you're getting a lot of off cameras and text messages, like what we explained before. So it's got to be the interface is a bit confusing. And more think, than any of the ones we've ever used. It's yeah. like, hey, where do I join? What do I click? And 
it never recognizes the standard mic and it's very browser dependent on how you're right. I mean, the video is good. Like you said, the audio needs some work for whatever reason. They're not the same, but it, it, it's honestly a good tool. And if you're on the Zoho suite, it's included just like the Google and the Microsoft kind of scenario. They are very privacy centric. We didn't actually give it a mark for that, yeah, but it probably gets an A plus yeah, privacy, yeah. if anything. Everything yeah. Zoho is very, very yeah. private. So compared to the other two, and we don't know for sure if they're watching your videos, but I say pretty sure they own the two biggest AIs out there, Microsoft and Google. Yeah, so, they do, yeah. So who knows? Yeah. So yeah, and so Zoho meeting, well, we won't go too much yeah. on that, but I think one thing to think about and where we've kind of dabbled in it more is internal meetings. So if you have a team, That's everyone's true. on Zoho. Yeah. People are using it many, many times in a row, so it's not a usability issue. It's good, right? And it's, it might save you a little bit of cost if all you're doing is internal meetings. So the final one we're going to evaluate, I'm sure the viewers can guess it, um, but it's a, it's a platform called Zoom, which is, of course, uh, very well known. Uh, but before we get into it and start evaluating, we're going to give it our, our final grade. So drum roll, please. Massimo, take it away. A minus, <laughs> which we'll give to Tom. Tom okay, will be I'll the A minus. I'm going to yeah. take it. Yeah, I want the A. Honestly, there, there's not a lot of faults with Zoom. Probably the biggest one that we found is you have to download the app. So for people yeah. that don't want to install something on their computer or don't know how, it's a bit annoying. Honestly, their distribution is pretty good. A lot of people downloaded it over COVID. But in general, they have no web app is the point. All the other ones we've evaluated, you could just click a link. It opens up a tab in your Firefox, your Chrome, your Safari, and you're just off to the races. You put it in your name if you don't have an account. If you have an account, it recognizes. Zoom has a couple extra steps. and So that, that, that's the biggest downside. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but I mean, like you said, I we've been we do demos and we use Zoom for our demos, and I've been doing them for almost five years now. And for the first time, about two months ago, someone said, "Oh, I hate that I had to download an app." So it's one oh, in really? one in probably thousands that we've seen people yeah. getting annoyed with that. So it is a consideration, but I mean, really, that's why it doesn't get an A plus because it really kind of crushes it on everything else. Everyone knows how to use it. Right. So you're never by far the least you're getting people. How do I join? How do people know? It's almost like Google, right? Where the the term to search something on the internet is Google. For a lot of people, the term to video conference is Zoom. I'll Zoom you. Yeah. Right? Something like that. And so, you know, everyone knows it. It's extremely well known. And that's, that's great for usability. But again, it's also great for integrations. Right. So if I'm going to use the Calendly example again, I'm almost sure of this, but I'm not to put, put a forester on it, but I'm pretty sure. It was probably the first video conferencing tool that Calendly integrated with. Yeah, I think so. Right. They were both kind of independent right. softwares, not owned by Google or whatever. Yeah. And so not to say Calendly is the gold standard, but the point is, is that anybody looking to integrate any type of video conferencing, Zoom is at the top of the list. Yeah. Right. And so that's that's across the board. And honestly, their video quality is phenomenal. And like we use it at work, honestly, and We've done calls in the car, yeah. like the mobile apps create their compression algorithm, whatever it is, is is probably the best. You do a meeting for two hours, three hours, whatever on your phone, and then you look at your data and it use like, I don't know, 80 megabytes. And you're like, what? How are they? <laughs> so anyways, they got some smart engineers. They figured it out how yeah. to compress things. Yeah. Yeah. So. The only thing we haven't, we don't have on our kind of our notes here, but we've brought up a couple of times is the privacy. And I would say actually for Zoom, that's maybe a little bit, you know, with the privacy. Now we're getting maybe closer to the B range. I don't know, because they are great about their privacy. I know they're developing their own AI. It's probably not to the degree I think that Google and Microsoft is yet in terms of mining your data. But 
think Zoom's getting there. So I think yeah. it's just a, it's a little bit of a flag. So to summarize, we talked about three, the winner, the highest score we've given is Zoom. But I guess just to, I guess, wrap things up, you know, our recommendation is not, hey, everyone go out and buy Zoom right now. I think at the end of the day, you know, we talked about some of these different factors and it, it is up to you, right? So what is the thing that matters to you most, right? If it is privacy, let's just use that as an example. You care so much about privacy. It's so important to you. You're scared, you know, I don't know, an AI is going to take over the world and you don't want your data anywhere. And we know people like that and no fault on them. Maybe it is Zoho, right? Right. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe you're, you love Google so much and you know, you're never going to leave ever. Well, then maybe it is Google meets, right? I think it does depend on your situation. Yeah, totally. Situation, industry, clientele as well. Right. Like some of these factors may be more important to you. If, if you need a browser centric thing and you know, all your clients are on Google for whatever reason, or if you're like a school and everyone in your school is like talking to mortgage brokers, but anyway, <laughs> if everyone in your brokerage is on the G suite, then it probably just makes sense. So yeah, I mean, weigh these factors. I mean, the, the main ones we did were quality, ease of use, privacy is one we kind of brought up at the yeah, end. And, and integration. Yeah. Like right. use those four, rank them how you want. You'll be happy with all three of these. Honestly, there's way more than this that get lower marks. So these are kind of- uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. These are all the passing grades. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, uh, that's great. And like I said at the beginning, Thanks so much, guys, for, for listening and watching. This is a little bit of a new format we did. We're actually kind of excited about it, and we're excited to hear your feedback. So please leave any comments, questions, anything that you have. Again, that just makes us makes us better. So thank you again so much for, for your time and attention. We hope this was useful. We'll be calling Zoom for our royalty check after this podcast drops, oh, yeah. and, and we'll see you next time. But thanks again, guys. Yeah.